there's a handful of prospects that are currently trending in Miami's direction as we're on the race to National Signing Day. So who's going to be the next Miami Hurricanes commit? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday! We made it! And happy spatula season, Miami Hurricanes fans. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, and contributor to allhurricanes.com. Thank you so much for making this live episode of Locked on Canes your first listen and your first watch today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube on the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. I am uh, with company today, very good friend and colleague from allhurricanes.com. We call him the lefty Liam. Liam Willerup is with us. Liam, how you doing, sir? I am doing just fine. Excited to talk about all these things, Miami. A lot of stuff trending in the right direction is what I love to see. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, recruits, including a lot of guys who are committed other places. That's why Mario Cristobal has his spatula out this time of year. It is flip season. You know, I think about the momentum that Miami has been building for five-star defensive tackle Armando Blunt, which has been one of the weirdest recruiting uh, sagas in recent years because he was committed to Miami, reclassified to 2024, and flipped to Florida State. And now there's a lot of buzz that Armando Blunt might be flipping back to Miami. Now, if and when that happens, I don't think it's going to happen till National Signing Day because he keeps sending out these cryptic December 20th tweets. So his announcement's going to be an exciting one, Mr. Blunt. Um, you know, we've got Jordan Lyle. Ohio State running back commit, St. Thomas Aquinas, local kid. There's been a lot of buzz about him possibly flipping. Uh, you know, some that wouldn't be flips like Xavier Mincy from Mainland Academy. Uh, you know, everyone's going to bring up, uh, of course, uh, Jeremiah Smith is a hopeful flip. He's currently committed to Ohio State. Miami and Florida State have been trying to flip him. So if you want to put your prediction hat on, Liam, who do you think is going to be the next Miami Hurricanes verbal commit in this class? And will it be a flip? Uh, I think, you know, the loafers are out right now. You know, the spatula's out as well. And I do think that, you know, Armando Blount, I think he's going to be the guy that comes to Miami. I think, especially with seeing how well, you know, our two true freshman stars this season and Ruben Bain and Francisco Maragoa did, everyone's going to want to come to Miami to be like, I can play right away if I prove myself. I can be one of the best in the nation. And Armando Blount, would join one of the best defensive line classes Miami's recruited in so long with recent yeah. flip and Justin Scott. So give me Armando Blount, some national day signing day stuff, little trickery going in Miami's favor. Yeah. And, and listen, um, if any defensive tackle, and I think that this was at least part of the reason why Justin Scott decided to flip to Miami, you see what Ruben Bain just did. And, Congratulations to Ruben Bain. He keeps racking up these honors. So Ruben Bain on the defense and Francis Malinoa, uh, CC on the offense, were both named uh, first uh, freshman, first team All-Americans, which is very, very well-deserved for both of them. They just had incredible seasons. 
And, and yeah, Liam, I mean, I think any any defensive lineman, defensive tackle, Ruben Bain plays a little bit of both. He can play edge, interior. Any any uh, high school defensive lineman looks at Ruben Bain and say, I want to be that guy next year. Yeah, I mean, and look at it. You know, now you have a hole with Leonard Taylor going off to the professional league, and, you know, there's going to be more openings on this team. Not saying that it's not going to be filled with the transfer portal, but – you know, these these kids are being able to see now that Mario is willing to play freshmen if they're good enough. And, you know, I think Armando Blount's good enough if I, yeah. if I can say anything about that. Yeah. And listen, another uh, potential flip candidate. And he he left the door creaked open because he says uh, he's kind of uh, his brain. It's between two schools or his mind is between two schools right now is Shamanad Madonna quarterback C.J. Bailey. Right. We mentioned Jeremiah Smith, who did. I guess he did wear uh Florida State gloves in the second half of his game yesterday. Our guy JoJo Trader was wearing Miami gloves. He's committed to the University of Miles, and he had a sweet game. But yeah. so did his quarterback, C.J. Bailey, who's a North Carolina State verbal commit. Miami offered him a few weeks ago, and he's definitely torn because he's a South Florida kid, and he's got two teammates, Trader and Zaquan Patterson, currently committed to Miami. Uh, you know, I, I would love to add C.J. as a second quarterback in this class. Yeah, I think what I'm seeing here is Miami trying to do something a little bit similar to what you saw with Arizona when they got Fafita and their uh, two wide receivers over from uh, Orange, uh, Southern California. They're trying to be able to bring in this cohort in there. And if you know if they're able to bring in Bailey, you know you got Trader there already. What's saying Jeremiah would want to come as well? And yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting situation, you know, being able to put him alongside uh, Judd and then, you know, Luke would come in the following year. But, hey, he's a talented kid. He's played with two talented receivers. Why not keep that chemistry going at the U? Uh, it's going to be tough to flip him. I mean, he knows the situation with NC State. He's been committed there. But Miami's Miami's an enticing program. And I think that, you know, they've had some interesting ways. I know their freshman quarterback just entered the transfer portal. So, you know, how much trust issues does he have with that? Um, I would definitely like to see, you know, if he can be able to get Bailey, our chances for Jeremiah Smith are definitely, you know, yeah. up through the roof there. And, you know, maybe Jeremiah Smith doesn't want to, you know, be like Marvin Harrison and, you know, never beat the team up north. So <laughs> there you go. By the way, shout out to Andre down there who's listening to us from Germany. That's that's fantastic. Uh, and, and anyone, if you're I mean, I guess you could lie about it if you wanted to, because I, I can't verify anyone's location. But if you're if you're currently watching us from another country, let us know and let us know where you're watching Locked on Canes from. I mean, you know, somebody could be like sending us a message from Miramar that's like, I'm in North Korea right now. I'm, I'm illegally using the Internet and I'm watching you. But we appreciate everyone, whether you're tuning in from short distance or you're tuning in from long distance. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen and your first watch today. Uh, you know, another another potential flipped candidate that, that's out there, and he's definitely a hot commodity, is Dylan Stewart, five-star edge rusher out of Washington, D.C., who's, you know, he's been verbally committed to South Carolina. There's a lot of buzz about a possible flip. Uh, this is one, Liam, the intel that I've been getting. Uh, I'm not ready to drop a Dono ball or anything. Like, I'm not telling you it is happening, but I can say that Miami, I think Miami is in the mix there to try and mm -hmm. flip Dylan Stewart. And... Got to tell you, man, this defensive line class, you talked about it, and there's been a lot of talent coming in on the edge. This could add another huge feather in the cap of Jason Taylor. Yeah, uh, Washington, you know, DMV area guy committed to South Carolina. Miami's trying to get kind of reminds me a little bit of last year with um, what's the uh, the super freak athlete, uh, Nicholas Harbor. Nicole, Go, yeah, um, Harbor. 
Harbert going over there kind of reminds me a little bit of him. Probably not as much as the freak athlete as him. But again, the defensive line talent, if you got the guys in the interior, you know, with Scott and, you know, hopefully Blount, and you still got Bain who can play both. You know, why not add a guy like Stewart who's going to add to continue, a still young and a defensive line that's going to continue to get great, you know, with Wayne and so forth. And hopefully Kelly come back and produce the way we'd like to see him. You know, come on. There's uh, some appeal here. You know, South Carolina did not do as well as Miami did this season. Not saying that we did drastically better, but at the end of the day, you know, we're building something on the defensive line. Mario Cristobal loves the trenches. And uh, I think Dylan Stewart, you know, I like I like the fit there. Another guy, a real dominant uh, edge rusher for us. Yeah, I guess there's there's people uh, claiming that Will Howard might be on campus today. Just see, I, I haven't heard that. Just so you guys know, like I I can't I can't verify that. There, there's been uh, and listen, if it is happening, I would be really glad about that. That's the transfer quarterback from Kansas State who is definitely on Miami's short list. Like, I, I think Cam Ward is Miami's number one priority for transfer portal quarterbacks. I think Will Howard is probably priority number two if you just read the tea leaves and the intel. Uh, now, th there's also been a rumor that was put out there in an on-three report that Cam Ward might be making a Miami visit this weekend. Uh, I, the visit could very well happen. I just don't think it's happening this weekend because uh, per 24-7 and per Washington State, his graduation ceremony is this weekend. So, um, you know, it doesn't mean he's not. I think he probably will visit Miami, and I think he's done an in-home already. But, you know, the visit, I don't think it's going to happen until next week or next weekend after that visit. So, oh, wow, John. And I believe John. John is an honest dude, and he's a military guy, so this is probably legit. He's in Jakarta, Indonesia right now. Wow. How about that for long distance? All right, folks, I want to talk about transfer portal quarterback options. And here's a question. I want Liam to think about this for a second. I want you guys in the chat. And if you're listening, uh, leave us a comment. If I'm not saying this is going to be the case, but if Miami can't land Cam Ward, who's the top quarterback choice in the transfer portal, who would be your next best option? If not Cam Ward, who would you want here? Uh, and folks, we're only getting started. We got the lefty Liam, Liam Willer up with us. What you want to do is you want to keep it locked right here to this brand new live episode of Locked on Canes. I know you're keeping it locked to prize picks. Prize picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just pick more or less than on two to six player stat projections and you watch the winnings roll in. And with basketball season here, in addition to football, you can pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league. And if you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries, entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each and every week. And I love this. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy. So your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So take advantage of that. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on college and promo code locked on college, all one word for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks truly is daily fantasy sports made easy. Folks, 
Thank you for making this episode of Locked on Canes your first watch and your first listen today. Make sure you keep the party going with Locked on Sports today. It is the first launched by this network, the first ever 24-7 streaming sports YouTube channel. They do not sleep at Locked on Sports Day. They're like Mario Cristobal. They got their spatulas out. I don't know if they have their spatulas out, but they got their Cuban coffee flowing, and they are on for 24 hours of freaking day. Uh, so thank you so much for making us your first listen. We got our guy, the lefty Liam, with us, my colleague Liam Willerup from allhurricanes.com. Uh, Liam, uh, any any quarterback prospect, well, not prospects, any transfer quarterbacks out there who would get you excited covering this team if Miami can't land Cam Ward? Who's your plan B? Oops, sorry, hold on. I, I forgot to unmute you. Go ahead. I would say I see a couple people mentioning it in the chat, and I was watching his film a little earlier today. I like Daquan Finn from Toledo. This guy's super fast. He's yeah, got man. some zip on the ball. And he's a guy that can be an improviser. I think that's exactly what this team needs. It's kind of what struggled under um, Tyler Van Dyke, who wasn't as mobile as you know a guy like Finn is. And I think that's also what uh, Coach Dawson saw a lot of success with when he was over in Houston. So I think if my we're not getting Cam Ward, I'd love to see Daquan Finn come to Miami. That's a really good call. And, and another one, it's like this, this is more my my real second option because of his experience and his proven dual threat abilities is Will Howard. Like that, that that's my second option. But I like Daquan Finn a lot. And the other guy we've been talking up here uh, is uh, Jordan McLeod from James Madison. I like him a lot. And Liam, I agree with your philosophy. Like you talk about what Miami needs for the next year, you know, for the next multiple years at quarterback, even if the guy you bring in is only here for a year, I, we need somebody who can extend plays, right? I mean, that's just college football, the game of football in general. If you can have a quarterback that can extend plays and make plays with his legs, it just, it gives you such an advantage. And Miami's offensive coordinator, Shannon Dawson has already had success, big success with a guy like that. Clayton Toon, his quarterback at Houston, right before he left for Miami, uh, you know, put up big time dual threat numbers. So, you know, to to have to be able and listen, may, maybe Jakari Brown can develop into that guy if he stays. But, you know, what that, that would be great. You know, I think, you know, em Emery Williams can move a little. He's, he's, he's not he's not a dual threat guy. I think dual threat is really something Miami should look for when it comes to this graduate transfer, this one year quarterback. No, 100%. I mean, it's not like we 100% need a guy that's going to have to improvise because our offensive line play has been so great, you know, this past season. But, uh, you know, being able to move around when your guys aren't exactly where you want them to be is a great skill to have. And, you know, maybe McLeod can be that guy as well. But uh, I, I'm i sold on Daquan Finn from Toledo, you know, not sure exactly what the chatter is like there. But, you know, I'd love to see that option. But, of course, Cam Ward, number one, I mean, He's had a crazy rise in his, you know, being from Incarnate Ward to going to Washington yeah. State. You know, why not flip over to the ACC and uh, come play for one of the biggest brands of college football? Now, I got I got to bring up the name and ask you about the player. People get mad at me every day I bring up his name, but Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord is available. What What if I, without mentioning the name, what if I told you? This, there, there's a guy out there who played for a major Power 5 program and went 11-1 and one last year as a full-time starter. Would that be something you're interested in? Kyle McCord, does that tickle your fancy? I mean, he is number four on my list, kind of going uh -oh. on the short list okay. I made. I, I don't think it's that bad of an option. I think at the end of the day, it's a guy that has experience. He's 
been in a room that's developed quarterbacks. You know, look at guys such as, you know, Justin Fields that have played there, you know, even if you want to contribute whatever Joe Burrow learned, CJ Stroud, all that, I think you can't just go off, oh, here's an Ohio State quarterback that couldn't beat Michigan and so forth. I mean, nor did CJ Stroud, and CJ Stroud's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now as a rookie. So I feel like you can't discredit that. And who knows what a change of scenery does for a guy. I mean, yeah. look at all these transfers that have been successful in the past. You know, it's all because they made a switch and it become and it became a decision that was worthwhile for them. So don't think Kyle McCord's a guy that can be overslept. I've seen a lot of people saying, hey, you know, oh, what about Kyle McCord to Miami? I can see the fit, you know. And I don't know. I don't think it's something that people should be immediately saying, no, hold the brakes on Kyle McCord because there's a lot more worse options out there than people want to admit. There and and Toby, Toby puts the numbers out there. Would you take a quarterback to go 66%, 3,100? Uh, passing yards, 24 touchdowns, six interceptions. That's also Kyle McCord. Now, uh, you know, wh wherever else he goes, he's not going to have Marvin Harrison Jr. It's another thing to remember, right? Liz, I, I like Miami's receiving core, but unle unless we flip Jeremiah Smith, we're, we're not going to have a guy like that to throw the football to here. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, we'll see. I'm assuming Restrepo is going to return, Young's going to return, and uh, Jacoby's going to return. And, you know, that was. One of the best three in college football this year, as much as people don't want to, you know, yeah. admit it. Fans from up north maybe don't want to say that, but it's true. Yeah. Uh, so th there's another a non-quarterback name who entered the portal yesterday. Uh, I haven't seen or heard of any direct links to Miami, at least not yet. But this is a player who's a Miami native. IMG Academy grad, former five-star wide receiver out of high school in the class of 2021. That's Ja'Cory Brooks from Alabama. He's entered the portal, six foot two, 195 pounds. Uh, he had a really quiet season this past year, this year, which I think is why he's leaving. Uh, but he had a, a breakout second year for Bama. And in his three-year career, which is really mostly the second year, Ja'Cory Ja'Cory Brooks, uh, 57 career catches for Bama, 895 yards, 10 touchdowns. Eight of those were scored in the 2022 season. Uh, now, you know, the, the last time Miami got a receiver from Alabama, uh, it, it didn't work out that like we thought it would with Tyler Harrell. I don't know if uh, Ja'Cory Brooks, if he could be an option for Miami. But he, again, he had an amazing 2022 season for Bama. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, people are going to be like, oh, it's Frank Ladson 2.0 or it's yeah. Tyler Harrell 2.0. But at the end of the day, you know, why not take a shot on a guy like him? You know, and a former five-star recruit. Again, coming back home to play in Miami. And it's not like he hasn't had production, you know. Of course, eight touchdowns, you know, playing with Bryce Young uh, when he was over there. I don't think it's a bad thing to say. He's got some sides to him as well. You know, I think – the more options that you add to this receiving core, the better. I think, you know, we would have loved to see a little bit more mix than just the three guys that were out there this season for the main part. But who says that we can't take a chance on Ja'Cory Brooks and he could spark something in this receiving room? So another non-quarterback, this is someone Miami should go after. Uh, our, our pal Gabby Yerudi at Inside the U wrote about him either last night or this morning. Michigan State defensive tackle Derek Harmon. Uh he fits the physical profile of what Miami needs more of these defensive tackle type bodies. Uh, remember, C.J. Clark from NC State, which is another good one. He is visiting this weekend at Miami. He's uh, six foot three, three hundred five pounds. Uh, I love the physical profile of this dude from Michigan State, though. Derek Harmon, six foot five, three hundred twenty pounds. 
had an 80.5 pro football focus grade against the run. That's really good. Uh, he generated 20 pressures from the interior, three and a half tackles for loss, a sack and a half, 475 snaps this past year. So this is uh, obviously, you know, there's been a lot of coaching flux in Michigan State, a lot of players in the transfer portal. This could be another option there because, Liam, at the end of the day, uh, I think Miami, uh, obviously we've been talking about defensive tackle recruiting. You just flip Justin Scott. You're trying to flip Armando Blunt in the interior. Miami also needs two to three defensive tackles in the portal, I believe. So this is a guy they should be steadily recruiting here. A hundred percent. I mean, the end of the day, we thought we almost had too many guys on this defensive line this year, but that was not the case. You know, you never know what's going to happen to injuries and you never know a guy that's going to be able to spark in a different system. You know, six foot five, 320 is a massive person. He's going to maul, you know, go up against those big ACC uh, interior offensive linemen. And, you know, why not take a shot at the guy? Like you said, Michigan State's been going through some turmoil, you know, with the whole Tucker stuff. And, you know, now they're able to get the Oregon State coach. But Again, you mentioned this, you know, and even if all he does is come in and he's a competitor that's going to make this team better, you know, I'd love to see it. And with that size, you cannot teach size at the end of the day. So um, I'd like to see what Miami does uh, in the recruitment of Harmon. Scott brings this up in recruiting that, yeah, the the buzz, the buzz has been a whale flipping to Miami in the next couple of days. It's like the, the Twitter insiders, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're not, but the Twitter insiders have been sending out all this cryptic stuff. And the funny thing is, uh, Liam, and not not to say again, something could be brewing, but I, I can remember one time that really made me laugh when one of, one of the Twitter insiders, this was months ago, so this wasn't talking about whatever this is right now, but one of the Twitter insiders was like sending out this cryptic stuff. And like I DM'd him, I'm like, hey, just curious, who do you think is, is coming here? He's like, I don't know, but I'm told someone big. So I'm like, yeah. You got people spreading this stuff, so you guys don't even know who you're who you're being cryptic about. But listen, if if there is a whale who flips to Miami, uh, again, I feel like Liam. I feel like Jordan Lyle could be could be on the verge, the four star running back. Would he be whale enough? Like, would a would a high level four star? Do you think that could be the whale that the Twitter insiders are talking about, or do you think it's someone bigger than that? Not these Twitter insiders. These Twitter insiders are always looking for the five stars. I think it's going to be someone like Stewart or Blount is who they're talking about. And uh, I think there's some possibility there. Hey, join the best defensive line class in the country. Make it even better than it is. So it's my pitch to them. Somebody in the chat uh, did point out uh, that uh, that Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz is going to be on Miami's schedule next year. We got to talk about how big that head-to-head is going to be between Mario and Coach Diaz now at Duke. So here's what you want to do, my friends. We are only getting started. We're not done yet on this brand-new episode of Locked on Canes. You want to keep it locked. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride-or-die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need and the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. And to the everydayers, you want to take your everydayer experience to the next level? Make sure to join the Locked on Canes Insiders chat group. Click the link in the show description below. You get text messages directly from my phone to your phone and vice versa. You can ask me one-on-one questions. I give you guys recruiting scoops, show updates and previews, breaking news. Try it free for 14 days with the link below. And then after 14 days, you want to give yourself a Christmas present, $4.99 a month. We give you a lot of added value on there on Locked on Canes Insiders. We are joined by my colleague, Liam Willerup, a.k.a. the lefty Liam from allhurricanes.com. Uh, Manny Diaz is landing at Duke and I'm so happy for him. You know, didn't work out here at Miami, but a couple things are true, Liam. One, um, unfortunately for him, the athletic department and the donors were not investing during the Manny Diaz era, the way that they invest now in the Mario Cristobal era. And then another thing was, I am a firm believer that people learn from mistakes and shortcomings and failures, Right. So for what, and some of you think the Diaz era in Miami was not all that bad. Some of you think they should have kept them around. I, I don't agree with that, but you know, have, having, you know, the, the, the era in Miami going the way it did for him, having a couple of very successful years as Penn state DC learning from more people, learning from what didn't go right the first time around at Miami, who's to say Diaz can't do an even better job at Duke than he did here. No, hundred percent. There's been plenty of guys who have gone through, you know, trials and tribulations and haven't been able to succeed until they finally found a job that worked for them. I mean, look at Steve Sarkeesian. You know, he had plenty of ups and downs through his times at USC and so forth. And then look what he's doing at Texas right now. That's exactly where Miami fans would want to be. Uh, but with Manny Diaz, I mean, he's joining a Duke team that's going to see, you know, some roster overhaul with Mike Elko heading over to Texas A&M. But hey, it's a former defensive uh, uh, coordinator leaving Duke and a new, uh, now a previous defensive coordinator coming in to take over Duke. And this is a Duke team that has unfortunately beat Miami in three of the last five matchups. So they're always causing a problem for us. You know, Riley Leonard is in the transfer portal. Look like he'll be probably going to Notre Dame. So they won't be having Riley Leonard to cause a problem for us. But I saw people throwing out in the chat. And I know we talked about it earlier, you know, Tyler Van Dyke. What, what does he try and do? Uh, you know, Manny Diaz now in office there. Uh, can he bring him over? So we'll see. I think that would be an interesting situation. And I saw people talking about we got the Cuban Bowl now. Uh, when he oh, yeah. The Mario Cristobal, Vanny Diaz game. That's going to be a packed house, regardless of how good either sides is, just for that game. I feel like Cristobal, he can slam so many more cafecitos than Mario, oh. than Manny. I feel like if Manny, Manny drinks one cafecito, it makes him like all wiry and jittery, where Mario, Mario can pound like 10 of those and he's good to go. Oh, I mean, Mario's just a bigger guy, first of all. I love yeah. halftime competition there. Who can, who can take more cafecitos and uh, who can stay <laughs> on their feet at the end of the day? Because my money's on uh, Mario. And my, Miami goes head-to-head -head against Duke next year. Like you said, the Cuban Bowl, the uh, the Diaz versus Cristobal game. Uh, man, I don't want to be around our fan base if Miami doesn't win that game. Like, that, that, would, be, that would be as bad – as losing to FIU was like, I, I do not want to be around Miami's fan base. If Manny Diaz beats us head to head. Oh, I mean, after what I heard after the Georgia tech game, I could not imagine what would happen. They would be saying, bring back Manny Diaz, you know, fire Mario, all of this and that. Even if like our whole entire team, like got injured and it was all the backups and we still lost. It was so, so find a way to say that it was, you know, Mario's fault. 
Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Um, so a couple people in the chat were talking about uh, Zay Mincy. I might have mentioned him at the top, but Zay, he was wearing Miami gloves and a Miami towel at Mainland's uh, state championship game yesterday. And honestly, I think the way that this is trending, Liam, with him, months ago, people kind of thought that uh, LJ McCray and Mincy might be a package deal because they're, you know, good friends and high school teammates. I think they're going to go in separate directions. I think LJ, I think he's going to stick with Florida. I mean, that's like at the end, at the end of this recruiting cycle, the only thing Billy Napier is going to have to show for it is like, we got LJ, we lost everybody else. Trevor Etienne is in the portal. Nobody else wants to come here, but we got LJ McCray. Uh, I think Mit I think Mincy's going to end up at Kane. I think it's trending nicely for Miami. I think McCray's going to stick with Florida. That's how I see it breaking down from those guys. Yeah, and that's a position that we need some people at. Honestly, Zaquan Patterson's coming in as well. But, you know, we lost James Williams and we lost Cameron Kitchens. We need the future of that position. Not saying that, you know, we don't have people on the roster already, but I think that bringing these recruits is just exactly what Miami needs. And to have them in the same class to develop at the same time, I think that's exactly what Miami needs. And he's got some size to him as well. You know, six foot three, 180. You know, Aussie's probably going to want to put on a little bit more weight. But yeah. um, no, I, I wouldn't be against it. Have that partnership of him and Patterson back there, the, the future of the back end uh, of the defense for Miami. Uh, Chalupa, Chalupa thinks LJ flips to FSU. All right. So still, still not Miami, but, uh, you know. I appreciate your time, Liam. And Liam, let people know you're working on anything. And you, you've been doing a great job also no. covering the basketball team on allhurricanes.com. What can people expect from your work today? And everyone, check out this website, allhurricanes.com. Yeah. Going to be dropping starting next Monday. I'm going to be doing my weekly ACC basketball rankings. Going to be doing a little power eight out there. So if you guys want to follow some ACC basketball, go ahead and follow me on Twitter. You can see that there. If not, uh, just going to keep coming up with some more stories about basketball and trying to work on a big uh, football story you might all be interested in so beautiful the works i love it i love it. and, and you know while, while we were on i missed a call from our guy brian smith it's like you know maybe we should have invited him on if he's got nothing to do but it's like brian, me and liam are live right now you got to give me a rest I'll, I'll call him back in a moment all right everyone smash that like button if you're watching us live if you've been partaking in the live chat thank you so much uh, if you're listening back to the audio replay God bless you. Uh, the audio version is great. You can take us with you wherever you go. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your pods. Uh, YouTube, of course. Uh, we'll talk to you guys again next time, probably tomorrow, because I'm going to be traveling the rest of the day. So we'll talk to you tomorrow on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.